This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for tuning in and happy holidays and a fruitful new year as as we approach 2021. We've brought on national recruiting analyst Greg Biggins to discuss the big weekend coming up for some prospects that are set to announce their college choices as part of the All-American Bowl Declaration Day special. Greg, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Blair. How are you doing? Doing well. I'm ready for 2021. You know, yeah. 2020 has knocked us down a little bit. Uh, it's it's obviously been a rough year for everyone, um, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm I'm ready to get going on the new year and and turn the page and 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 what better way to do that than to look ahead to what's you know some top of the top of the line recruits, some elite high profile prospects are set to announce their choices. Usually this is a, a scramble week for us in the business, in the recruiting uh, reporters and analysts and, and, and trying to get scoop leading up to these big announcements that are on live TV. Let's start with Corey Foreman. Uh, his, his process has been uh, a tornado, it seems like, right? One, one time he was committed to Clemson. It seems like he's been leaning to a different suitor, whether that was Georgia or LSU or ASU or USC. And he uh, apparently did sign during the early signing period and is now set to announce his choice Saturday, January 2nd, as part of that special. Yeah, I'm a pretty conservative crystal baller. I, I don't like to do it unless I really know where a guy's going, not just where he's leaning, but I, I like to wait till I think he's done. But with Corey, I think I changed it like maybe four times. Originally had it with USC back when he was just a sophomore. That was the dream school. That's where his family wanted him. And then obviously uh, I was wrong on that one because he chose Clemson. Then he decommitted and I was kind of feeling Georgia. Then I was feeling LSU. And my most recent crystal ball is now back where it all started. We're, go- we're coming full circle, Blair. I have him with USC. I believe a, a number of factors kind of have the Trojans leaning right there. Number one, I think location is big. I mentioned the family. I, I think he kind of liked watching them get off to that 5-0 and start. And I've always said, man, USC kids in Southern California, they, man, they just give them an excuse because they want to go there. And I, I think that 5-0 start uh, allowed him to see that, hey, the program's going in the right direction. I can fit in there. He likes the scheme. His buddy Drake Jackson on one side, him, him on the other side. He likes the coaching staff. They did a really good job. So uh, Columbus made a great push, uh, as did other schools. But as of today, I think USC wins out. Now, I, I feel like he has a tattoo, right? He, didn't he get a, a tiger tattoo on one of his forearms? What's he going to do with that tattoo? You know what? I, I think you can you can still be a tiger, being a tiger, right? I mean, that could just be his his personality on the field. He's a tiger. He's, you know, there's grizzly bears and lions and tigers. Oh my! I, I think for Corey, the way he plays, he kind of has a little animal instinct. Yeah, he, no, I like that. I like, I like that. that. He 
is he's not a, he's not necessarily the king of the jungle but Corey foreman is a five star wherever you you put him uh d- depending on the setting i mean when you look at his fit at usc if that's where he ends up committing on saturday during the all-american bowl declaration day special what kind of impact do you see him making because his former teammate drake jackson also from corona centennial was able to go in there as a freshman and and, and really kind of bring some juice bring some energy to that defense and it seems like usc right now especially after losing some high profile prospects in recent classes they need a, a spark. They need that player that's going to take them to the next level and, and kind of bring them back to what they were before, especially in the trenches. I think Corey can have the same impact Drake did. You know, Drake was a freshman All-American. Obviously, Drake benefited from a senior year, which Corey will not get. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have one. And even if we do out here, uh, Corey's already kind of opted out. He's going to play some club football. But I, I do think he's got that same type of mentality that, that Drake does. He plays with that same kind of motor high energy, probably a little better athlete than Drake. Drake's kind of made a transition this past season at USC from kind of more of a defensive end to outside linebacker. I personally would love to see Drake as a full-time defensive end, but in that scheme, he's kind of playing linebacker. And I think Corey, that's how they see him as well. You know, kind of a hybrid defensive end outside linebacker, but just a natural pass rusher, really, really good athlete. You know, we both saw him multiple times at Winter Circle training, and man, he's in great shape. He really is. He, he played as a junior around 275, almost pushing 280. I made the joke. I think I go, Corey, you're trying to go for a, you know, become a three tech in the next level, and he didn't like that one too much. <laughs> Lost about 20 pounds, Blair. You, I really you motivated him, GB. Hey, it's not the first time, won't be the last time one of my little snide comments has motivated someone, but I think he lost about 20 pounds, and he told me, he goes, yeah, he didn't want to move inside. He doesn't want to go inside and play in those trenches with you know, those big, ugly guys. He wants to come out that edge and uh, turn that corner and, and dip and bend and do all that fun stuff. So uh, he's in great shape. And, and like I said, man, he's a highly competitive kid. He wants to be good. He works extremely hard. So he'll bring a lot of, a lot of you know, swagger, a lot of energy, a lot of emotion. He kind of just fits in really well with, with I think, what USC is doing. And I feel like we're going to have to wait that that show kicks off at 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on NBC, the All-American Bowl Declaration Day special. And I have a feeling he'll be the last one up. And obviously, you know, saving the best for last, he is the number one prospect in the 24-7 sports composite. Not the only five-star player that's going to be announcing Tristan Lee. The offensive lineman who it appears to be down to a few schools, Oklahoma, LSU, uh, Ohio State's been in the mix for a while. He's a player that reminds me, I don't know if you remember, Jedrick Wills, GB. Mm, um, not not, not necessarily as big or, or a, a, as wide as he was, but when you think of 6'5", uh, you know, close to 280, 285, and, and a guy that's just so strong and nimble, for his size, I think whoever lands him is getting uh, an immediate impact offensive lineman. I, I would say even more than nimble, man, he can move. He's very, he's very light, very fluid. He's got tackle feet and great frame. He's exactly how you want to draw. He's how we draw it up, right? He's 6'5", 270. And I think in this day and age and what we're seeing, you know, going back to old, old you know, our buddy Charles Power, kind of looking at that NFL draft and, and what translates, you don't want guys that are 330 in high school anymore if you ever did, you want guys that are 270 that you can build up to 300 pounds and, and keep that fluid athleticism. You know, I, I think at one point, uh, I don't know about yourself, but I, I was hearing a lot of buzz for LSU. But I think right now, Oklahoma, the Sooners, uh, they have a lot of buzz and they appear to be the team to beat. And again, it's a, it's a really good fit. You know, again, Oklahoma, they, they play. 
I wouldn't call it a, a pass happy offense, but they'd like to throw the ball around a lot. So therefore you need, in your words, a nimble offensive lineman, nimble offensive tackles that can move around and pass protect. I think that's what Tristan specializes in. So Oklahoma, LSU appear to be the top two. I think right now the Sooners, Boomer, has all the buzz. Yeah, LSU had drawn back-to-back visits during the season for those self-guided visits, so those recruit-led events. Oklahoma also, I think, drew a trip from Tristan Lee. I think he was out there for the Sooner Summit, which was a big event that they put together. Caleb Williams, the five-star quarterback that's headed to Oklahoma. Um, you know, So I, I think you mentioned that there. I think he's a perfect fit for what they like to do offensively, and he's that versatile offensive lineman that can not only uh, move and, and get you out in space but also you know run block and 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 do some of the stuff that they like to do um from a spread standpoint i think he's a he's a perfect fit and another five-star often or another five-star prospect that's supposed to announce his decision saturday is terrence lewis he's a linebacker from miami central down in florida um it seemed like you know the the crystal ball was trending towards um Tennessee and now Maryland appears to have gotten the most recent buzz for Terrence Lewis yeah I mean he actually you know was a Tennessee commit and then I think for a while it looked like Auburn the, the Tigers not to be confused with the Clemson Tiger tattoo that Corey has but the Auburn Tigers uh, appeared to be kind of doing in a, in a you know appeared to be in a good spot uh right now it looks like Maryland uh, it definitely is the, uh, the the kind of the trending school. I know Andrew Ivins put it a crystal ball in for them today. He said that was his fifth time changing the crystal ball on, on Terrence. He's been kind of all over the place, but man, he can absolutely go. You know, the top inside linebacker in the country. Love the way the kid plays. Cat plays angry, Blair. He plays as we would describe him, maybe in on the islands of Hawaii with his hair on fire. The guy I like plays that. a ton of edge. I like a ton that. Of anger. A lot of anger. And Terrence Lewis, Blair, he's looking to not just take your heads off. He wants to go find your family and do the same thing to them. No. That's how he plays. Like that. I mean, if we're uh, think about it this way, if, if not only if you're playing angry, but if you're playing nimble, then that's an unbeatable combination right there. That is very, very, very tough to beat. So Maryland, uh, you know, I Andrew also, you know, said, watch out for Miami. They're still kind of in the mix and, you know, as is Tennessee. But he would be a huge pickup for Coach Loxley if they're able to pull Terrence Lewis in again. Maybe, arguably, the nation's number one inside linebacker prospect. I know there's a cap on the number of times you can change your crystal ball pick, but I feel like we need to make an exception with every recruit when it comes to Andrew Ivins because he's dealing with players in the state of Florida. And and when you're thinking about drama and twists and turns in recruiting, uh, I think that's the perfect example. Five, five different crystal ball choices for Terrence Lewis. We're going to be right back here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast with more from Greg Biggins. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I am Blair Angulo, joined by Greg Biggins. You can follow him on Twitter, at Greg Biggins. He's the National Recruiting Analyst for 24-7 Sports, and he's ringing in the new year uh, with some nimbleness. Greg Biggins, what, what are your plans? What you know, You're usually down in Florida for the Under Armour All-America game. I, we love to receive your text uh, on New Year's Eve and, and kind of what you're doing out there in, in Disney World. W- what are the plans now? You know what? I don't have any as of now. I'm going to miss hanging out with my with my guy, Alan True. We always have a good time. You know, the di- little Disney complex out there is a lot of fun, and, and we definitely try our best to have as much fun as we possibly can. Good, good clean fun. Uh, I, you know, honestly, Blair, I think I'm just going to chill at home, maybe have some, some family over, maybe do some board games. I don't know. I, I don't, I've, it's been a while. I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. I'm kind of at a loss. Yeah, it's, it's a different year, but we're excited, like we said, for 2021 to get here and for us to kind of turn the page and, and get a look at where some of these players are committing. Uh, another one that is set to reveal his choice is Sierra Wright. He's a four-star defensive back from Los Angeles. Uh, he, I, I think he's going to be known soon for being in Space Jam 2, uh, but before that, he's going to make some national headlines. Where do we think he's going to end up? You know, I'm, I'm glad you threw out the Space Jam 2 theme with Sierra Blair because honestly I think Sierra like I I have my crystal ball with USC but something about Sierra man like he is an actor and so I think every time you you talk to him you always kind of get that sense that he he's he's using those acting skills with you he's very very stealth he doesn't want to give away give away too much and even talking to all the colleges that are involved with him everyone's hopeful but no one really knows they all kind of feel the same way with with Sierra like we think we got a chance, but we don't really know. He's playing his cards very close to the vest, Blair. He's got a little Denzel Washington in him. In him. Man, he's very savvy. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's talking about. And I think he – it almost seems like USC is too easy. That's the too easy choice. Again, that's where my pick is right now. But would I be shocked if he chose Oregon, if he chose Notre Dame, Michigan? I would not be blown away. I, I just think he's he's really good, and this has always been his dream. People are wondering, hey, why did he, you know, wait this long? You know, he's a really good friend. Darnay Holmes is a cousin. He's also very close with Bookie Radley. Both those two guys waited till the Army All American Bowl. Uh, now it's just called the All American Bowl, but uh, he always wanted to wait, and he didn't sign early like a lot of these guys. He's not an early grad, so he said he didn't feel the need, and he also he said he didn't want it to leak out. So. I'm leaning toward USC, Blair, but I'm very, very curious to see what he's going to do, and, and nothing would surprise me. He's supposed to play the son of LeBron James, right? I saw him tweeting out, "Hey, right, hands up! Like, give me that, give me that role." And I think he could play it, man. He he would do a great job. Not that I'm, you know, a director or have any type of uh, evaluation skills when it comes to acting. I did mention Denzel as my guy, but uh, I, I think that's his dream job. And like I said, man. He is an intriguing human being. I like the kid a lot, like his family, and I'm fascinated to, to follow him, not just his football career, but his, his beyond football career. Well, LeBron James knows a thing or two about televised announcements, right, and destinations and taking his talents we'll to different see, right? places. If, if Sierra does the whole, I'm taking my talents too, we'll, we'll know that maybe he's been watching LeBron a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, a little influence from LBJ. Um, another prospect that's supposed to announce his decision Saturday, January 2nd, as part of the All-American Bowl Declaration Day special on NBC, which kicks off at 3 p.m. Eastern, is Wyndon Hohuli. He's a four-star linebacker from the state of Hawaii. And, you know, before we started recording, Greg, we were talking about how uh, the state of Hawaii and the prospects there, I think, were probably affected the most during this pandemic, during this recruiting lockdown, not only because 
because they weren't able to to take trips. Obviously, the mainland is so far away, and you have to get on a on a flight to be able to check out some schools. But f- for the most part, uh, college coaches and recruiters and evaluators, when they get their first look at some of these players, it's when they go out there during the spring evaluation period, right? And and they're yeah. able to drive around the island and check out practices on the North Shore or, or in Honolulu or, or on the West Side. And, and there's just so much that goes into a recruiting trip out there and and that was eliminated so Winden Ho Huli is making his decision essentially without really being able to see these schools or even meet with coaches face to face right now Nebraska looks like the team to beat for Ho Huli yeah and, and like you said it's not just about you know schools not being able to go out to Hawaii it's it's about these kids and you know players from Hawaii like they will travel they'll get you know, they'll put those frequent flyer miles and they will take a ton of visits. I don't know how they do it, but they, they're very active and they haven't been able to do that either. So, you know what? I, I, it kind of worries me a little bit. I'm kind of concerned about the, the boys from Hawaii, little special place in my heart for the boys from Hawaii. I, I hope we don't see a, a bunch of, you know, commitments. And then you see a bunch of guys going to the portal just because they haven't been able to go anywhere and really connect with those coaches. So you mentioned Nebraska would be a great fit. He's really good. Remember, we saw him last year when we were out there for the Polynesian Bowl, a little workout, long, lean. I know we listen him at 6'3". He almost looks looks longer than that. But, man, he's active, physical. I'd probably play multiple linebacker positions inside, outside. Uh, And, again, all those boys from Hawaii, man, they always always play with a nonstop motor and a lot of anger. Uh, Mentioned, you know, Terrence Lewis. But the kids from Hawaii always have – you know, that little bit of an edge to them, which I, I love. So if he does choose Nebraska, you know, I think in the, the latest crystal ball, you know, Washington K-State are also some schools being mentioned. But Nebraska looks like the, the likely fit. And if he does choose Nebraska, what a pickup for the Cornhuskers. He's a guy who can probably come in and play right away, I think. We saw what Nick Herbig was able to do as a true freshman in the Big Ten playing for Wisconsin this past season. I feel like Cole Hooley has that that much upside as well to be able to go in there and, and make an impact right away. Doesn't have a lot of hair, but the, the hair he does have, it's it's scorching, Greg. He, play, <laughs> he plays with his hair on fire. He plays mean. He plays angry. Uh, and, and I'm going to talk him into probably getting a tiger tattoo as well. Uh, the last guy, Greg, before we let you go, that we'll discuss is Elijah Judy. He's also about to announce his decision on January 2nd. Um, you know, it seems like um, Texas A&M has now regained a lead in the, 20, in the 24-7 sports crystal ball. Yeah, so uh, initial commitment to Georgia. A&M was the runner-up, most of the, the two at the time. And it seemed like the day that he decommitted, man, a ton of crystal balls flowed in for the Aggies, which kind of leads me to believe, man, though, a they never backed off, which, which you can't. This day and age, man, you, you got to be careful. Don't burn bridges. You know, if you're a coach, be careful what you say to that kid because these commitments, man, more than ever, they're not always rock solid. To use a Jeremy McGuire term, they're, they're not as strong as Oak. So be careful what you say. Be respectful because this could come full circle. And A&M, again, they were the runner-up. And now they're in a prime position to land uh, one of the most gifted defensive ends in the entire country. So runner up, possibly landing him when when it matters most, uh, which is on signing day in February. A huge pickup. If it does happen uh, for the Aggies, Elijah Judy, very talented kid, strong side defensive end, natural pass rusher. And uh, I like the way he plays. And again, just a good fit. SEC, A&M has always done a really good job at defensive ends. So kind of a natural fit on both sides. 
Don't forget the NBC All-American Bowl Declaration Day special kicks off at 3 o'clock Eastern on January 2nd. That is this Saturday. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy your new year. Enjoy the puzzles. Enjoy the, the stay-at-home orders that we have here in the state of California. And, 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 you know, if you do get into something fun, make sure to text me some photos like you usually do. Done. Done. You, you might. I can't confirm it. You, you might see a few photos, Blair. You just I might. like it. We'll see. We'll see how I like it. Yes. I like it. All right. That's Greg Biggins. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Biggins. He is a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Enjoy the new year, everyone. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.